Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number four in the book of Colossians. And today we're going to hear about Christ and think we're going to learn these things about him, that he was there at the beginning, that he gave things their beginning as he created them by him and through him, through his power and for him, for his creativity, for his pleasure. And then after he creates them, he doesn't leave them alone. He holds things together after their beginning and things continue in him. And then he is the firstborn of the of the dead, which means that he begins what comes next. He's going to begin the resurrection parade. And he's big enough that he's going to bring all things back to himself. Please listen in. This is from Colossians chapter 1. I'm going to start in verse 15. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might have preeminence. So let's let's start. He was there at the beginning. He's before all things, before all of us, before all things. He was. And then he gives things, all things, their their beginning. All things were created. And so what did he create? Things on heaven, things on earth, in heaven, on earth. So visible stuff and invisible stuff and thrones and dominions, rulers and authority. And it kind of fleshes out in three ways that God gave things their beginning. By him, so he's personally involved. He is intimately involved. It's like someone that makes, you know, something in a wood shop. And you ask about the thing and you say, well, did you have any particular issues with it? They'll know every detail, every joint, every, you know, uh, a, a very intimate detail of the creative a process. Things were made through him. So it's his power, it's his ability, it's it's him that gives life. It him it's him that he gives authority uh, of, of for things to exist. And things are made for him. So somehow all this creation is to to give himself pleasure and glory and everything eventually things are going to glorify him. So some things glorify him right now, and some things are going to glorify him uh, later. Verse 17 says that he is the beginning. That is, he's before all things. But it doesn't stop there. But wait, there's more. After the beginning, he sustains, he continues, he consists, and he holds all things together. So everything that you see around us, any stuff that you see, is made up of atoms, stars and and uh, trees and everything you see 
is made up of Adam, and there's something that is holding atoms together. There are forces that hold atoms together, and and uh, I'm presuming that the the force that's holding protons and neutrons together in the nucleus of every atom, and the electrons that are flying around them, that these the you know this might be some of the things that he, these talking about in holding this together. And the universe's uh, sum total of all these nucleus just stores a huge amount of, of uh, energy. And so fission is the splitting of the atom and the releasing of all these, you know, uh, this incredible amount of, uh, of power. So I'm, I'm speculating that all the energy of the universe is, is coming together from the Lord, being held together by the Lord, and atomic power and the framework for atomic power uh, demonstrates, again, both the, the designer of this wonderful universe as well as him sustaining it. So he's the beginning, uh, verse 18 says he's the beginning of the church. So he's the founder, he's the head of the church, and the body is even, we even take the name of of the Christian body, we call it the body of Christ. Okay, 18b says that he begins what comes next. So he's the firstborn from the dead. He conquers death, and he's born to this new life uh, that comes that comes next. And he's the beginner of that. And that in everything he might be preeminent. No kidding, we should be honoring him. All right. So what are the implications? Well, he was there first, and we owe him allegiance and preeminence. We owe, owe him an eminence that actually uh, comes, one of the reasons why we owe him uh, allegiance is because of him coming first. And all the stuff that we understand is created by him. And so scientists and people that discover things, uh, as our as our knowledge base grows, then so should our acknowledgement that this next thing that we discovered or this next process that we discovered or this new quark or some part of physics that nobody knew existed before and now we know it existed, that should expand our appreciation. Oh, God did that too. Oh, wait, God did that too. Oh, that animal that we didn't know, we discovered. Oh, uh, we should expand our appreciation and our thanks for him. So as uh, as our understanding grows, our the revelation of Christ should also grow. One of the things that strikes me about this is by him, I was personally created by Jesus and his his power is displayed in me and the systems that are that are inside of me. And I am created uh, for his creativity, for his pleasure. And I wonder why God created this and that, let's say me, for example, and what do I owe him for this? So am I a good steward of the of the particular power of creation that is demonstrated in in me is my is my growth pleasing to him are my actions pleasing to him am i yielding to him is my service pleasing to uh pleasing to him so in all of this he came first he made it all he gave all things their beginning and after the beginning he holds all this together thanks for listening